ninjas. Welcome to the Saucy Sales Show. I am so excited and grateful that you are right here hanging out with me today. Listen, being an entrepreneur can be tough, especially when you feel like you were doing it alone. And on top of that, most of you didn't go to school for sales. And yet it is one of the most important skills you need to know to run your business. But that is why your saucy sales queen is here to help you learn all things sales and marketing with a sprinkle of mindset and life as an entrepreneur. So you never feel like you're alone again. I'm your host, Logan, otherwise known as the most fun sales and marketing mentor you will ever meet. (laughs) All right, grab your notebook, or if you're driving, just listen and take notes later and be present right here in this moment while you start to become a saucy sales ninja. Let's do this. All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Saucy Sales Show. It's your girl, Logan, here, and I have a very special guest that I'm so excited to bring to you guys today. We have Melanie Guerra here, and she is a friend of mine that we met online about a year ago through a mutual um, program that we were in together, and I have just loved hearing her messages and, um, you know, social media conversations and videos about money and manifestation. And um, so I'm very excited to have her on the show. Welcome, Melanie. Hi, Logan. How are you? I am good. I'm good. I'm so excited that you are here. I'm so grateful for you to take this time to talk to our audience here on the Saucy Sales Show. <laughs> yes, I'm so excited to be here. This is my first podcast, so <laughs> yeah, the special honor Love to it. be my first. <laughs> oh, I'm so honored. <laughs> I'm so excited. Yeah. So, um, all right. So we kind of talked and we have some questions prepared, but we will just see where this conversation goes. Mm-hmm. So anyone who loves talking about um, money, money mindset. We'll dive a little bit into entrepreneurship and business because um, that's kind of what we focus on in this podcast. But I haven't covered a lot of like the manifestation kind of aspect of mm-hmm. it a little bit with um, more of me diving into money mindset. But I'm very excited to hear um, your perspective on those things. So let's start with some of the basics. Yeah. Let's help the audience out there get to know you a little bit more. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your story on how you got into entrepreneurship. How do you yeah. get into what you do now? Okay. So, um, my entrepreneurship story starts with an MLM. Um, it was not a good experience, <laughs> but I will say like the, the biggest, most positive things to come from that were learning about the possibility of having time freedom, financial freedom, uh, like as an unlimited income and location freedom. Cause if it wasn't for being in an MLM, like I probably would have not known that I really wanted those things and that my life could look that way. So a year in putting in the effort, MLM not working out. Um, I decided to quit and I gave real estate a chance. Um, so I started a real estate business in 2016. Um, because I had two out of the free, three freedoms that I wanted. Um, and it was a great choice. Like I immediately loved everything about the business. I thought like, this is it. I'm sticking with this forever. Um, which I still love it by the way. But, um, my third year, I finally like hit the big hundred K and I was living my best life. I was like, finally like traveling as much as I, you know, could. Um, I got to go to Bali. I went on a cruise. I got veneers. So I didn't know if you knew I had those. <laughs> um, yeah. And then I think I also like got a new car that year. Um, upgraded. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so it was like, it was amazing. Um, 
So from then on, I was like, oh, it's just, you know, up and up from here. Um, and one day I decided to like attend this huge business conference. Um, and it was the most powerful, like awesome live experience I've ever attended. I can't wait until like live events come back. Um, but I went into it thinking like, I'm just going to get, you know, some more tips to grow my real estate business and, you know, scale basically. But I actually came out of it with a whole new business idea. Um, and I realized that I didn't just want to like learn from the people on stage. I wanted to be like them in the sense that they were out there like motivating and impacting the lives of so many people and the things that they were sharing with them. Um, and obviously from that, they were creating like this ripple effect, right? Because if it wasn't for me attending, like, my clients would have never gotten to work with me and then have whatever breakthroughs they have that goes on to impact other people and so on and so forth. And I, I'm just imagining like, it didn't just happen for me. Like there was thousands of people um, in that audience and just, yeah. So I thought that was like beautiful, amazing. I was like, this is what I want to do. And so I, once I had that live bulb moment, um, I, I mean, I still didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. So I kind of set off into a journey of like, gaining clarity through experience. So I didn't like wait to have it all figured out before I started taking action. I just was like, okay, let me pick something and start with that. Um, so at first I thought that the way that I wanted to impact people was through teaching them like business and social media strategies. But two pivots later, <laughs> I came to the realization that the work I was most lit up by when I coached my clients was the mindset aspect of business. Um, uh, and I just had to like combine that with manifestation because so many cool miracles have happened in the past year. Um, for me, um, since I've been combining the two, um, so I was like, how can I keep that to myself? You know? Absolutely. And I love that you talked about the other kind of, um, how you pivoted twice, you know, and you kind of figured out what you wanted to do now and what really lit you up. And I wanted to ask a follow-up question about that because I feel like there are a lot of people who are in the online space or start an online business and decide they don't know if this is what they should be doing or, you know, should I be doing something else? Like, how did you, what were the emotions you were feeling or, you know, how did you come to the realization that this really isn't what lights me up? I want to do this. Like, and, and it wasn't, it was from a place of, this is what I really want to do. Um, and not like, Oh, I'm not good at this. Or maybe this isn't just what I'm meant to do. Cause there are struggles with any aspect. Yeah. Of it, you know what I mean? So how would you say, or how did you figure that out? Was it like, am I just, is this just not for me? Or is this just not what I, what lights me up? Should I pivot to something? Yeah. Else? That makes I feel like every time I decided to pivot, like right before that, I couldn't stop thinking about like, the possibility of something else. So when I started as a um, coach for a social media coach for real estate agents, I just kept thinking like, there's got to be something more that I can help these people with. Like I just felt pulled towards talking about more than that, having like a bigger impact. And yeah, of course I struggled with the idea. Like, is this just me running away though? And thinking like, Oh, I'm just gonna give up on it because it's like not working or whatever. Um, but I was like, no, I was just like, I can't stop thinking about it. Maybe that is where my heart is at. And I need to just follow that. Um, and I, something similar happened like the next pivot as well. If that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so in the mindset kind of manifestation 
realm that you're in now, you know, if you, once all of you go follow Melanie on Instagram, you will see that she is very open talking about money and talking about the money that she wants to make and the wealth that she's building in her life. And so have you always been so comfortable talking about that? And if not, how did that change? Like what did, what did that process um, of talking about money and manifestation, what does that look like for you? How did you get to where you are now feeling very confident doing it? Of course. Um, so no, I wasn't always so comfortable not just talking about money, but <laughs> dealing with it in my personal life. Um, I didn't realize I had all of these beliefs that I had like inherited from my family, like my parents, um, that I learned from society, the media, um, about how money was bad, right? Like that was, a, that was at the core of it all. Um, so I had to work through, um, those beliefs and I'd be happy to share with you, um, one of the ways that, um, I work through like releasing those negative beliefs around money or success or any desire that you want. Give it to us. Go into it. Let's get it. <laughs> okay. So, um, the first thing that I did was like, I asked myself, um, about, you know, whatever it is that you're trying to manifest, let's say that it's money. Ask yourself, like, what are some not necessarily good things, right? Maybe bad things that I have learned about money. Um, so what, what are some bad things I've learned about money from my parents? Like I said, society, media, my past experiences, maybe. Right. And so when I did this, I felt like a whole page. I was like, Oh, wow. I didn't realize there was so many things that I was thinking about money that do not help me. Right. That do not feel good. Um, so then I went down this list and one, I was, I'll share with you one of the examples, one of those like really strong beliefs, um, was that I couldn't have both a loving lifelong marriage and be wealthy or be rich. Um, and so every time that I heard of couples who were successful um, and wealthy, they divorced or they broke up or they were going through relationship trouble. Like I would, since my subconscious strongly believed that it was either or right, it was either the money or the love. I would think, Oh, their relationship got ruined because of the money, right? And so it was like I was finding more proof that the, that I that, that was true. Um, so what I did was I decided to like write that out first of all, call myself out on it, and then be like, okay, is this a fact of life though? Like, is is it as true as like the sun coming up every morning and going down every night? Like, no, right? What's another possibility? Well, I guess it's possible to have both even if I think I haven't seen an example of that, right? There are probably many couples out there who are wealthy and have lifelong, happy, loving relationships. Um, so then if I need proof, I'm going to collect it, right? So then I sat down to think, okay, wait, I actually do know, you know, this couple like Jasmine Starr and her husband, uh, Amy Porterfield and her husband. And then like, uh, even at like my real estate office, I started thinking of like, couples that I knew, um, where one of them was making a lot more money than the other person and they were very happy together. Um, so then, um, if the belief that you are like working through releasing has been passed on to you by someone. So like a parent, let's say, I would highly recommend writing a letter to them that you keep to yourself. Of course, you don't have to share it with them. Um, but where you write about like, uh, how that belief they taught you affected you, how it made you feel. And then if you're open to it, right, 
saying that you were willing to release this belief and you forgive them for it. And I definitely had to do that for my mom because I learned a lot of <laughs> not so great things about money and how it, you know, it, it always left. And there was always, there was never not, it didn't grow on trees. Um, and so I had to like release. And I think that really, really helped with um, letting go of those beliefs. Um, and with every belief that you have, right, um, you can turn it into a new belief. So what, ask yourself, like, what is this, what do I choose to believe from now on? Um, so for me, regarding that whole belief about relationships and money, I said, well, I'm willing to believe that I can have both a happy marriage and be wealthy. Um, and then once you've done that, the work doesn't stop there because you've had these beliefs for probably all of your life for years, right? And they're going to come back. Um, so it's not like you let it go forever after you just do that one time. So like really the, the work is forever, I guess, um, comes afterward is noticing when those thoughts pop back up because they will, when different things like make it come back. Right. Um, so when they do ask yourself, like, first of all, notice it, right. Stop and think, Hmm, okay, wait, I'm feeling like how I've always felt about money or something's feeling weird here. Right. Why am I feeling this way? What is the fear or belief that's trying to creep up again? Ask yourself, like, what have I decided about that old belief? I've decided it's no longer true for me. So what is actually true, right? And say what that is, X, Y, Z. Um, and then can I take a small step that is in line with my new belief? So if your belief is like, you know, spending too much money is a bad thing. Um, is there some way that you can act like the version of you that doesn't believe that, right? That believes like spending money is, is always safe because money always has my back and there's abundance in my life, right? So maybe that's, I don't know, making a small purchase, a small investment. Um, and the more you practice that, the more you combine that um, as well with some like manifestation exercises, which we can talk about later um, that are really fun to do. The more that you'll start noticing that you embody that like, version of yourself that has the things that you want. Yes. Oh, that was so good. And I love that you used that example of the relationship because that is something that, you know, has always been on my mind as well. Really? Um, I have started to change my mindset around wealth and wanting to build that. And I know that, you know, I've heard over and over that so many divorces happen because of finances mm -hmm. and like so many relationship issues happen because of money. And so it wasn't so much like for me, it wasn't so much like, oh, I can't focus on money. I have to focus on my relationship. It was more of, I was trying to get ahead of that. Like yeah. I was like, okay, so in order to have a healthy relationship with money like us and not, you know, fight about it, we have to get ahead of it. We need to talk about it. We need to budget. Yeah. <laughs> we need to you know, think the same way and get on the same page with both of our finances. We have to handle our money the same way. And so I was projecting what I believe to be you know, quote, like the healthiest way to financially work together yeah. onto my boyfriend, you know, and he just thinks differently. And in terms of day to day things, you know, I think what the, the most important part that I've realized is um, the long term vision, you know, and the long term, what are both of our goals financially? And both of us want to be wealthy, both of us want to have that freedom and we have similar goals. It's day to day decisions and things that might differ a little bit. But 
we have found what works for us. And it's not the picture perfect weekly budget yeah. meetings. It's not, you know, having joint savings account. We both put this percentage in of our income every month. Like that's just what, you know, I was forcing that for a little while, but I realized that that's not how it has to be. Like we get to define what that is. As long as there's an awareness between us, you know, that we're not going to let finances come between, come between us. Um, but yeah, I just think that's very interesting because there, there is, it is like this either or yeah. mindset that we, a lot of us have been taught. And then I was like trying to be so preventative about it that I was ignoring his side of you, you know, and it was just all, all like, this is what I've heard. And this is what people told me I have yeah. to do so that finances are not an issue. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not the same for everybody. Like you get to define and create what your optimal like reality is, what your new truth is and your working relationship with it. Um, so I love that you talked about that and literally everything you're saying was, um, everything that I talked about on my episode last week, um, or the, before we were recording mm-hmm. this, um, about diving into where those beliefs come from yes. and one of the big things was childhood. I mean, so many of them come from the people we're exposed to, you know, as kids, parents, figures. And then I also talked about, um, the media and like television shows and things like that. Like how many movies and shows have we seen as kids where it's like, the spoiled rich yes. kid is a bully. Oh. Or the, 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 the family that has money, their parents are gone all the time. Oh my you God, know, like yeah. that kid is a brat because the parent is like absent working. Right, right. Like it's every story. Yes, that rich people are always mad. <laughs> yes. Or, you know, like the even in real life, the, the rich people that we see on TV or owners of companies, mm-hmm. you know, they maybe aren't the epitome of a great yeah. person, you know? So then we're like, oh, they're that way because they have lots of yeah. money. And that's what we see. And so we refuse to believe that there's any other right. reality. Right. But the reality is, is you get to create mm-hmm. that. Yes, 100%. Oh, God, I'm so <laughs> I know. I love it because it's literally the same thing I noticed too. I'm like, gosh, why is it that they're pushing this message so much? Like, <laughs> there has to be yeah. good. I mean, there are. There are like good, wealthy people out there. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's just, it's getting old at this. Like, it's a tired storyline. Yeah. You're, like, something new. Yes. Come on. <laughs> um, love that. So, okay. So, can you talk a little bit more? So, we hear the word manifestation mm-hmm. a lot. Um, at least I have. You know, like, people who are in online space, I think, hear it a lot more. Yeah. But, um, like, to you, how would you, what's your definition of that? Of or what does manifestation mean to you? So, uh, manifestation is the process of bringing your desires into your current reality through beliefs, emotions, and energy. And something, a few really important things that I like to say about it is that number one, it doesn't happen by positive thinking or being high vibe all the time. So I definitely believe in energy, but unfortunately the concept of law of attraction is very black and white because it says, yeah, sure. If you tune into a high vibration, right? then you're going to receive or you're going to attract more good things. Great. But then it also says the opposite is true, which is if if you're like in a bad mood, if you're stressed, sad, whatever, like ugly emotion, right? That you're attracting bad vibrations, bad things to happen. Um, And that's just like not true. And it also leaves people thinking like, well, can I not ever experience a negative emotion or thought? Because it's just going to like bring bad things to me, right? Or it's going to ruin my manifestations. And so another important thing to know is like, you cannot ruin your manifestation by having negative thoughts or fears. Like you're allowed to have those because you're a freaking human. Um, and 
Yes. How many times have you like feared something that something would happen and then it didn't happen, right? Like it, just because you experience that doesn't mean you're dictating how it's actually going to be. Um, and another thing too that I like to say is like um, exercises. So I love doing manifestation exercises and they really help. Um, but it's not the exercise itself that brings about your desire. So what I mean by exercise, like um, saying these things over and over, like repeating a certain sentence or writing it down a certain amount of times, right? It's not a spell. It's um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, manifestation is, it's really about um, getting your mind and body and soul like fully behind your desires, both at a conscious and subconscious level um, because most of manifesting happens at a subconscious level and that's why like the feeling behind the things that we we say when we're manifesting or that we're writing down is what matters the most um, and that is also why it is important to release any and all negative beliefs and that's why I was sharing that exercise with you um, because if you if you're writing this like affirmation down let's say like I want to have a hundred thousand or no, I do have a hundred thousand dollar business. Right. But there's all these beliefs about how, you know, having more money is a bad thing laying around in your subconscious. The, the subconscious is more powerful. That's what's going to end up being true. Right. That's how you're going to somehow stop yourself from getting there because your subconscious is saying like, Nope, that amount of money is unsafe. We cannot receive that. (laughs) Bad things happen when we get to that level, right? Even if your conscious is like, yes, I want it. I want to be wealthy. I want to have this and that and the other. So you've got to get the mindset behind it, behind it too. Yeah. I think that's like, I think that's why so many people write it off so easily. Like the whole affirmations and you know, the beliefs and like the saying those words, because so many people are out there saying them and chanting them or whatever and like expecting them to like magically fix the last 26 years of your life, you know, like (laughs) that's how old I am. So that's why I said that. But but it's like, if you don't actually address, you know, if you can't, you can't lie to yourself and you can't kid yourself and just think that all of these phrases are just going to change things. Like it's much deeper than that. And if you just stay surface level and say, okay, fine. Like I'll try these. I'll say them over and over, but like truly deep down, you still believe they're not going to work or you still believe, you know, those subconscious things about money. You don't deserve it or whatever. Nothing's going to change. And so then you're like, okay, that's a bunch of BS, you know, moving on. But it's like, it's because you're not being real with yourself and actually saying like, I don't truly believe this. So why, why is that? You know, where does that come from? Yes. And not to mention like having those beliefs hiding inside also like creates these like yucky feelings around, you know, money or success or whatever it is that you want. Um, and you want to be able, when you're manifesting, you're trying to tune into like really feeling these really good feelings, like excitement of, of, Oh my gosh, yes, I actually have this. Like, and it's kind of hard to do that. If, if you're, you know, like, Oh, I I don't know though. Money's kind of bad. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, and it was actually, I think, I'm pretty sure it was like your stories when the, going back to what you said about the kind of law of attraction thing. And it was like, you were the one that put that thought in my head um, at first about like, I get to make money even on my bad days. You know, like I can, I can make money. I can sign new clients even when I'm having a bad day. And I was like, I remember reading that and seeing that. I was like, oh my God, like, <laughs> That is so, you know, because there is this pressure yeah. to like be on all the time, yeah. high energy, and especially for me as someone who consistently like is high energy yes. 
social media wise, you know, and I am in real life too, but obviously there are bad days. And so like just letting go of when I'm high energy, when I'm, you know, on my game or whatever, that's when I make money. It, it, yeah, it's like the other half of your life. It's like, how, how are you supposed to even get out of a rut if you don't believe that bad, good things can happen, you know, on those days? So I just really appreciated that. So everyone take note of that, okay? <laughs> you can make yes. money. You can have like, emotions. You can have those beliefs. Um, it's just learning how to overcome them, you know, and, and accept them and just like accept that you're human and you're going to have them, um, but you can still be successful with them. So I love that. Um, it just was a game changer in my mind. I was like, hell yeah. Even if I'm having a bad day, I can make money. Yes. That's what it's about. Yes. So you mentioned earlier that manifestation and kind of these practices and changing your beliefs um, have played out in your life in some really big ways, especially mm-hmm. over the last year or so, I believe. So can you share some examples of how it has played out in your life and what are these amazing things that really have happened because of this, you know, practice? Yeah, of course. Um, so two or like three of the biggest, most obvious, I would say examples of manifestation that give me chills that have most recently happened is, um, number one, I manifested my dream lifestyle. So all of like from the beginning or not the beginning, halfway through last year, um, I, was in love with DC. I really wanted to move there, but I didn't, when I manifested moving, um, I manifesting like the lifestyle aspects, right? So I would say things like, um, I get to walk 10 to 15 minutes to like restaurants and shops. And I am just 15 minutes away from like the river, I think it's the Potomac river or something. Um, and then my apartment has like a beautiful view from every single window of the city. And I have a balcony and I get to like work there. I get to like manifest there or like meditate, whatever I want. It just feels so good. Then I go downstairs and because I live in an apartment, I personally have to like take my dogs out, which I didn't at that point, um, I had a backyard, so I would just like open the door and let them out. Um, but I, I take them out and on the way outside, I say hi to the, um, like the people that work at the front office. And that's so funny because literally those are, that's my reality right now. It's just in a different city. So I am 15 minutes away from like all the shops. Um, I actually, I'm not 15 minutes away from the river, but it's like right behind this apartment. <laughs> and that's my view. So it's not the city, but it's the water. So it's like even better. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. And like I have a balcony and it's just like, it's, it's so crazy to me. Like it still blows my mind some days. Like literally this morning, I was just like, I can't believe that this is my reality um, because of, uh, yeah, I love it. So that's one <laughs> huge example. Um, it was totally unexpected. Like I didn't really know that I was going to move here. It was like kind of a last minute thing. I just had a light bulb moment. And I was like, wait a minute. I can, I, even though I want to live in DC, like it doesn't mean that, you know, I can't go anywhere else in the meantime. And then, yeah, this place was just perfect. So, yeah. um, and I think like once I, made that decision to move here. Um, like along with that, I, I manifested also like being supported by more money. Um, once I made that move and which led to like my highest money receiving, not income money receiving month. Um, uh, because we obviously we sold our house and then also had uh, money coming in from some other sources, but the sale of our house was like super unexpected. Um, how much money we made because I originally thought it was going to be like, 
25k or something like that. It ended up being like 44. Um, and what's funny about 25k is in December, I decided that was my, like, my number. I wanted that to be like my uh, monthly income. And I was like, this is the number I'm going to be focusing on. I'm going to look out for it. I wrote my check. I wrote myself a check out for 25k. Um, and, uh, like shortly after I start, like I decided that 25k was my number. I took out a, not took out, but like I applied for a credit card because it collected like a lot of, um, travel points and it's, like the chase card or something like that. Um, and I, I, it was like my first like quote unquote luxury card. I don't even know if it's considered that, but I was just like, we'll see if I get accepted. Who knows? And I was, so I did. And at first I was so shocked. I was like, holy crap. I can't believe like I got accepted. And then I'm like, I went out on a walk with my husband right after like we got that email. I'm like, wait a minute did I get accepted for like $25,000? Holy crap. Like I can't even believe that's like, could be a coincidence, but it's just like undeniable to me. I'm like, that's definitely a sign. That's the first yeah, thing. And um, so, yeah, um, I think that a combination of like trying to manifest that number and then um, taking the leap into moving to this city and this apartment um and trusting myself in the universe because it, it was a leap in the monthly payment. <laughs> we have never paid this much for living <laughs> as a living space. Um, it, yeah, it, it was a huge like show of trust, I feel like. So I think that, you know, the money just, I had been practicing manifesting and, and working on my mindset for months at that point. And so the fact that it feels like, yeah, I'm always supported by money. It's, it's the result of that. Um, and most recently, um, I, it's not as big. It's not like a lot of money. It's, just, it's $200. But, um, I got an email that said, um, that all these like realtors were welcome to go to this neighborhood because of, uh, new houses and they like serve you food. You can like tour the houses and they always do like a money drawing just to try to get people to go there. Um, and it was, it was $10,000 to give away. They didn't like really word if it was like one person that was going to win that or they were going to split it. Um, but anyways, I was like, you know what, let's try this. I'm going to say that this money is mine. And so I started manifesting like, I'm going to get, I'm going to win the 10 K from this giveaway or it's, it's mine. There's a check with my name on it, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then like that weekend I got an email of the winners and I was one of them. And so, yeah. <laughs> so they ended up splitting it with like, I don't know, 15, 40 people. I don't know math, but, um, I thought that was so cool. Like I was like, Oh wow. Chills. Like I, I almost, I don't know. It's like, it's crazy how quickly that one happened. I'm like, okay, I yeah. want to something here. <laughs> and even if it wasn't like the 10 K, right. I'm like, I'm not even worried about that. Like, I know that because I've already claimed that money, like it's coming from somewhere. It's probably going to be coming from like a more rewarding source. Yes. And I like, and the number isn't always, isn't the important part, right. you know, it's like, it's the because a lot of people could look at that and be like, "Well, you didn't win what you what you said, you, yeah. you know, like you only got two hundred. But th- that's not yeah. the point, you know. It's like we're still focused on the exact number. Yeah. The point is, she believed money was going to come to exactly. her, and it did. You know, like whatever amount that was. Sometimes it's more than what, like with selling uh-huh. your house, like you were expecting this amount and you got more because you weren't attached 
to whatever that number yeah. was, you know, you are open to the possibility of it. Being yes. Born. Yes. I love, I love how you, you put that in perspective. Like, wait, with the house, it was actually more. And when the, with the giveaway, it was less, but it was still receiving money. <laughs> yeah. Which is what yeah. we're trying to do. Yes. And, you know, to like, because Melanie just not going to giveaways saying, oh, I never win anything, but oh, God, right. you know, and like, think of how many times we don't put our name on a giveaway because it's like, oh, yeah. there's so many people, like, I'm not going to win. Like, well, that's what yeah, you don't win. That's anything. usually me. Like, so I was like, let me try yeah. this instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, I did that in, let's see, it was around Christmas time. Mm-hmm. There was a local business doing a give, like holiday giveaways. Yeah. And I entered one and all I had to do was like share a post and, you know, I believe that it was going to be me. And what do you know? I got tagged in the comment and it was like $200 to a local wine bar. It was like the biggest giveaway of all. $200 to a local wine bar and $25 to like their business. And I still haven't used all of it. Like I haven't even been to the wine (laughs) bar enough to use it. But same thing. I was like, yes, like you can't go into anything, you know, not just giveaways, but like those people that you call lucky and win a lot of things. Well, maybe they're just give putting themselves in the hat and giving themselves the opportunity and believing that, you know, yes, they can. Yes. So that's really, really yeah. So what would you say to anybody, or maybe you have had people mm-hmm. say this in your life, but what would you say to someone who says like these types of things are, you know, as you kind of mentioned, like coincidences, yeah. you know, we could, we could say, well, that's just a coincidence that you found a house that was yeah. like, what would you say to someone who says that? Okay. Well, First of all, personally, I choose to believe that coincidences are proof to me that there is like a higher power or, high, or other forces at play, whether that's the universe, energy, God, whatever you want to believe in. Um, I feel like it's messages. It's communicating with you, right? So to me, saying it's a coincidence, I don't find it as a bad thing. Um, but if you're not open to believing that there are bigger forces at play, you know, behind like things like that, um, then that's, that's fine. That's up to you. Um, but I will say like ever since I've activated and like strengthened my manifesting abilities, I have received more divine messages. Like I actually see angel numbers very, very often. And I never did. Like, I remember learning about what angel numbers were years ago. And I was like, that's crazy. People see like one 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 and stuff like that all the time. Like where? Like I never <laughs> see that. It's never. Um, and so, uh, yeah, like I now ever since the beginning of this year, it's like I started seeing them more and more and more. And like I, I see it on um, on my phone, like on the clock, you know, um, I the other day I saw it on someone else's phone. And I'm like, how crazy is it that I was at the store, I was checking out the person's phone went off and it was 444. I'm like, why did I happen to look at there at that time? Right? right, right. <laughs> yeah. And I also I also saw um, it was 222. And shortly after I um, got a phone call with good news about the house, uh, the, our house that we were selling. So I'm like, holy crap. Like, yeah. Um, so I personally like to translate them as like, different messages, either good things are coming or everything is going to work out. It's going to be okay. Or like, I got you. I'm working on that thing that you wanted. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like something that I think of too, that is just so small, but I've started to see it differently in my life is like, you see a penny on the Mm -hmm. ground or a nickel, a quarter on the ground after you were just saying something like, or you were just complaining about a bill or you were just saying, you know, I wish I had more money or, or celebrating that money's coming yeah. to you. Maybe you're, you're talking about it. And then you're walking down the street and you see a quarter yeah. and 
for 25 years of my life, I would walk right past it or been like, mm, a quarter. Uh-huh. Cool. And I never would have seen it as like, hey, here is a sign. Like, no, this isn't going to pay your bills, but I want you to know that abundance is coming yeah. in different ways. You didn't expect that, like unexpected ways, just like seeing yeah. that, you know? And I just feel like for me, it is... Because I personally like struggle a lot with, not struggle, but like with spirituality and figuring out what that means to me over the past like five years of my life or something, just like really figuring out what that is for me and what that looks like for me. So I, but for me, I just choose to see it as a sign from something, you know, I don't know what for me, but like a sign that it is coming to me, you know, whatever that looks like. And so for me, that's just a much more hopeful and empowering belief to mm-hmm. have rather than always being like, oh, you know, for like, what, a, I, and, and that's a good point about the coincidences because people see them as different, differently, mm-hmm. you know, you define them as meaning something yeah. different. But for me, like seeing it as something like, oh, that's random, you know, yeah. like a random thing that happened, no connection to anything. Yeah. That's, what does that do for me mm-hmm. seeing it that way? You know what I yeah. mean? Like, so that's really like the way that I started to see it as like, it's just a more hopeful an empowering belief for me to have yes. and for people to have, you know, to, if you want to build that abundance. It feels good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's why like, so with the, with the credit card, right. It's like, it was $25,000 credit, not in my bank account. Sure. But it, it definitely was a sign. Like you said, like just seeing that quarter on the ground, like, like what you wanted is coming. I'm working on it, <laughs> you know? Right. right. Yeah. Here's, here's a little taste. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And like with, with online business, you know, being in that, that was something that I have, uh, um, you know, tried to detach from is like the exact number and the, the exact number of clients, the exact number of money and being open to it being different, but still being abundance, you know, and still, and just opening the possibilities for what what you can make, what you can earn, and not limiting yourself by being so focused on one number and saying, this is how it's going to go. This is what I'm going to get. And not, um, you know, because then you just ignore other opportunities. Maybe something else comes along the way and you don't earn the income from a client, yes. but some other cool opportunity comes, but you didn't take advantage of it because you were so focused on this over yes. here. You know, and then each month it's like, oh, I didn't make the money. I didn't make the money because you are so tunnel vision on where it's coming from. And when you open it up, it just allows you to see more opportunities for that in your life. Yeah. And that's, um, that's why I like to remind myself, like, number one, the how is not up to me at all. And it's this or something better. So whatever I'm saying I want is, yeah. yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm open to receiving it in whatever way it comes or maybe something even better that I can't even imagine. Right. That's so true. Like, I don't even know, like, cause sometimes we can't, we don't even know how to like imagine something right. that we haven't seen right. in our own life, you know? And like what you had said at the beginning about, you know, maybe it's something that like, I think it was more of the relationship thing, you know, like even if I haven't seen it in my own life. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, like we're exposed to different relationships, different, you know, people in our life. And I haven't had anyone in my life immediately mm-hmm. that I've seen living the life that I now imagine for right. myself, you know? So it's like, if you've never actually seen it within your realm, yeah, you see it on shows and stuff like that, but you just see it as fake in in those instances yeah. or like, that's not possible for you. If you haven't seen it 
close to you. Mm-hmm. So our minds like just are sometimes incapable yeah, of, of dreaming of that and believing that it can be true yes. for you. So just leaving it open, it's like, holy crap, like what's going to happen? Yes. What could come to me? I don't even know. Let's see. Yeah, exactly. It's be wilder than what I can think of. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love this. Um, okay. So, okay, Melanie. So you had mentioned that you had a couple exercises. Um, I think, does that, am I just using the word exercise? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, in terms of manifestation. So we are going to finish off with, um, her taking us through a couple of practices for us to implement into our lives. Yeah, of course. So take a um, So two of my favorite ways to manifest, um, and by the way, there's no specific way that you have to do it. Like you can come up with your own, whatever feels good to you. Um, there's no right or wrong, but uh, just so you have kind of a guideline. Um, one of them is through gratitude, and I'll show you an example shortly. And the other one's called scripting. So, okay, so let's say you're trying to manifest becoming a homeowner. So if you wanted to do it through gratitude. Um, uh, you could say things like, I am thankful that we get pre-approved so easily. I'm thankful that I'm finding so many beautiful house options to choose from, even at a time where they may seem scarce. I'm thankful I'm able to put in a competitive offer and that I have the resources to do so. I'm thankful that out of all the offers on the table, the seller chooses ours. And as you're doing that, um, you want to, I mean, maybe by just naturally saying those things, you'll notice that you start feeling like, kind of excited, right? Because you have to put, as you're saying it, you're saying it in present tense, important. Um, So it feels like it's real. Like it's, oh, it's really happening to me. And really tune in and concentrate on that feeling of excitement, of pride, of joy that this is really happening right now. Like, holy crap, I cannot believe like we're in the process of buying a house, right? Um, And then same thing with the um, scripting way. So I personally really like this one. Um, and it's kind of like your storytelling in a way, as if you're telling the story of your life is happening right now. Um, so I would say something like, so I, um, grab my phone and I call a lender that my realtor recommended, uh, who I found on Zillow. And I start the process for the pre-approval. He takes all of my information. And then like soon after he calls me and tells me that, we are actually good to go for 250k. Like, holy crap, 250k! Of course, we're approved for that because we were meant to be homeowners and have the home of our dreams, right? And so now I'm about to text my realtor, and I'm so excited because I'm ready to start looking at houses, etc. Sorry, you just start saying whatever, right? And um, I really like to say, like, before you get into the exercise, if you've never done it before, get some clarity on what the desire that you want is and then like what does it look like right so what does it look like in your life um or what would your life look like if you had this thing what would be the things that would be happening um so then when you go into it you can you know what you're saying right you have a good idea of what to like say out loud or or write down if you don't feel like um speaking it out i personally prefer speaking it out loud because as you may have noticed (laughs) i get really excited as i'm saying these things even though it's not even like something that i want (laughs) right now um (laughs) but yeah so and that's what you want you want the emotion the feeling behind it right that's really what's powerful about manifesting absolutely and remember what i remember what you said like walking downstairs and saying hi to the front desk yeah. people of the apartment building, you know, like how, like so specific yeah. and like a certain situation. Cause there's something about, you know, saying hello and them knowing who you are. There was some emotion yeah. that that triggered inside mm-hmm. of you. So I think, um, 
just like everyone listening to that, remember, like, be specific yes. and, 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 and don't judge yourself and use your own language. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be some perfectly worded thing. Like, how would you talk about it? And so, like, maybe record yourself and then like, listen to it on a morning mm-hmm. walk or something, you know, like, make your own little audiobook make your own little recording instead of listening to someone else like create your own reality and and play it in your ears every day so that you continue to believe it yeah feel the emotions when you hear that back i love that idea to record it (laughs) (laughs) i I love love that that. (laughs) thank you so much those are so helpful um for everyone like you know to get started who, who is not familiar with um doing this but really wants to overcome some of those um barriers of money and things like that so thank you so much for those oh my gosh this is so fun it got me all like I just feel like I needed this too like just as a little like fire under my butt yeah um so I really really appreciate you being here and talking with us um where can everybody find you the best place to find me is on instagram at the melanie gara awesome and are you currently taking clients? Do you, how do you work with clients? Yeah. So, um, I'm actually promoting a new program right now. Do you mind if I share a little bit? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so, um, it's called Big Dreamer Squad. Um, and basically I wanted to create this space where women could express their biggest dreams and desires out loud, confidently, unapologetically. Um, because talking to a lot of women, I, I noticed that they, kind of feel uncomfortable talking about those things even to their partner. Um, so this is a safe space where they can do that and, and they can do that along with other people who are also big dreamers, right? Who are not going to doubt or judge them. They're going to be like, oh yeah, you can totally do that. And they're going to be encouraged to um, dream bigger too. So the goal of the program is to really allow yourself to receive everything that you have ever wanted, um, the dream business, lifestyle, money to support it by embodying that version of you. Um, and we're going to implement like mindset and manifestation by number one, working on the releasing those negative money and success beliefs for good, kind of like what we talked about today, but just going in deeper, um, practicing detaching from the outcome of your efforts or from specific results, right? Like you said, um, and learning about how manifesting a desire is like a team project between you and the universe and understanding like, what's my part of the project? What's the universes? And at what point do I need to let go control of the project? Um, and then my favorite part of this program is we are quite literally going to be manifesting together for at least one of the calls. So I'm going to have each person like do whichever manifestation exercise they want to do, um, speak it out loud. And we're all going to like envision that along with them as if it's happening to them as they're speaking. Um, so that, I, think, I feel like that'll be really, really powerful. And I'm really excited. Yay! I love that. That sounds amazing. So if you have resonated with anything that we've been talking about today, anything that Melanie has said, go follow her regardless and check out her program. Um, if you're interested, talk with her more over there. So thank you again, Melanie, for joining us today on the Saucy Sales Show. Hope to have you back again someday. <laughs> I feel like we keep going. Um, and for my saucy sales fam, make sure you tune in next week, um, for a brand new episode and thank you for being here. Thank you for spending your time with us today. Talk to you soon. Thank you for joining me on this week's episode of the saucy sales show. Your time is the most precious asset you have. And I'm so grateful that you chose to spend some of it here with me today. It's time to stop saying, 
I love everything about my business except sales. And start believing that you are capable of loving sales and making them happen in a way that is fun, authentic, and makes you money. I would love to hear from you, so I can thank you for listening. Go find me on Instagram at Logan in Motion. Share this episode to your stories and tag me so we can connect. Make sure you come back next time so we can hang out again. See you soon.